if you ever feel lost, everybody's kind of a little bit lost, you know. One of our uh, nieces or nephews are gonna have kids, and they're gonna have kids, and they're gonna have kids, and I'm gonna be watching yeah. this stupid. I'm gonna be watching this like, stupid ass. They're gonna come to my house, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Auntie Sam, Auntie Sam, what's this book?" And they're gonna pull your book, and I'm gonna be like, "Sit down, you little shit. I'm gonna tell you a great story. I'm gonna have story time now. <laughs> and I'm gonna start crying." Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most sound the bomb, Paul Atchikwala. And I got another EX episode for you. I know, you're, you're probably going, son, another EX episode? God. I know, it must be terrible. It must be so fucking terrible to open your fucking feed and be like, oh my god, I just have so much content to listen to. Oh my god. It must be, yeah, such a shitty, damn. Wow, you're probably rich too. Oh. Anyways, guess what? I am back with another creator series. Let's go. I'm gonna put the horn sound effect right here. But guess what, dude? It's Cousin Mario. Let's oh, go, dude. Nah. You're making too big a deal, but don't stop. Thank you. <laughs> dude. Freaking. Uh, Did you say prickin'? Prickin'. <laughs> you prick. No, dude, freaking Remy the Rem Factor is on the podcast again. Holla Chiguala. And I know a lot of people are big fans, so you can send money to my address. Uh, no, yeah, because I'm totally going to get it. Look at all this new <laughs> stuff I bought. Isn't that really neat? Oh, don't mind these envelopes that say your name on it. Yeah, <laughs> I got lost in transit. No. And, and like, Frank can see it. Yeah, dude, I, I listen, There's you guys know we've said this before. Okay, we, It's funny because... <laughs> we've had Mario. We've we've had Mario on for a cosplay spotlight. Now we're doing another creator series spotlight where where I hang out with other um you know creative types and and talk to them what it's like being a uh, a creative in this world and and how we navigate with current times and things like that. And I, we've said it. I don't remember if I don't know if he's ever said it on our my you know the podcast before, but like you know. Yeah, you're a writer, bro. You write things. You write right. stories. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. It's uh, it's something that uh, man, like, y- you don't almost want to like whip out that card and everything. It's like, by the way, I'm an author. Did you know? Yeah, that? <laughs> yeah. And um, because it doesn't almost feel like real. Like when you think of when you think of author, you know, you got your J.K. Rowling's, you got your, you know, um, Orson Scott cards or your whoever, and uh, you. Stephen King, there's the one I couldn't even think of. I was like, what's the most, the one that he does all the things? Uh, Dean Koontz. No, Dean Koontz, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and it's a reality that I just don't think has actually sunk in. I mean, this book's been available since about uh, July of last year. And I've just been kind of working towards, you know, getting the website set up for a pub- with the publisher. And, you know, I've just, just recently, like a week ago, the audiobook's live now. And I, and you you almost don't feel like it's real until you get feedback, until you get people coming to you and be like, you know, I read your book. I like this and I like that. And I've had a few people like talk about it. I was like, <laughs> one person comes to me. He's like, yeah, I read your book. And I was like, oh, cool. What do you think? It's like, you really wanted me to hate this character, didn't you? I'm like, well, yes. But uh, I hopefully, the, you know, there's some redeeming factors for that in the future. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that might be a good idea. But, you know, getting that feedback on something that you've done 
that you put out into the world is it's one of the best feelings let me let me tell you it's really it's, wild uh, it's really yeah. wild because like um this is why i do this series right because i like to relate like you know it's kind of like see if this helps somebody who's listening right but like when i did the the live cast show with joel you know we had like a, a uh, a tight-knit group of, 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 you know, there wasn't a lot of white shorts players back then, right? So we had a tight-knit group of people who were, like, dedicated fans, and they were just, like, you know, even if it was just, like, them, it was enough for me to be, like, okay, I'm going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was really cool. And now, you know, with Anime Summit and even my own artwork, you know, people saying that, like, I, like I, I'm on Pixiv now, and Pixiv is, like, um, it's like DeviantArt, but I think more for the kind of style of my art, my art, you know, like a lot of manga artists and character designers and background designers are on there. Yeah. Isn't that like mostly like, it's an originally a Japanese website, isn't it? Or yeah. 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 And, uh, it's, it's crazy seeing, uh, you know, there's all kinds of artists on there now, you know, but like it's, it's crazy. I'll upload a thing and it gets like, uh, I've, I've never had anything get, so many likes or bookmarks or follows in like a, just a couple hours. You know, it's really fucking cool. You know, so it's like, I don't know, man. I, and, and let me tell you this more to your, to what you're saying, just so the listeners understand, like I used to like go hang out with Mario at his house and as a kid and, uh, you know, he would have these binders, you know, not just like regular binders, like the fucking five, four inch thick ones of, <laughs> manuscripts you know just stories he was writing or or one of them was actually a whole book which i don't know if it was complete or i don't remember or if it was just one part of something or oh you're yeah so you're talking about uh ventus like so that's yeah uh, that was yeah, it. that's a story that i saw I wrote, I wrote a screenplay like that was my one of my big like adventures like i was gonna send that into hollywood and i'm gonna make a movie and yeah that, that never happened but it actually is on the back burner and something I'm going to definitely come back to later on because over the years I kind of like refined what I want that story to be. And it's one of those things now, like you, you start writing and you just can't stop. Like even with never told that's the, but we even say the name of the book yet. Have we, Oh yeah. (laughs) by the way, the book is called never told. Yeah. The book we're talking about is called never told. Yeah. Yeah. Never told the sun is the first and probably a six book series is what I'm thinking is going to be. Um, and yeah, now that I start the first one, especially if you get those people who are reading, you know, they're clamoring for more stuff. And as books go, it's like these things take a while. And now I've got to like just be really diligent about uh, writing like consistently and uh, taking time and getting because I want to do like one a year. Like that should be the bare minimum to keep you know pace right. with what I want to do. And um, but there's all the things like the uh, let me tell you so. No one warned me not to do an audiobook, and I sh- <laughs> and I I loved it. Like it was it was a fun process. Sitting in the room, yelling at a microphone for a while, and doing that thing was great. But the editing, man, like I I didn't think it was going to be that much work. And it like because again, I just finished finished the audiobook, and this book was technically finished back in June of last year. Yeah, so and we were waiting whole- to do this until the audiobook was done. Right. Yeah. Because I, I felt that fit more with, you know, what you guys do. And uh, at least you can have that audio part. You know, if you listen to podcasts, it's more likely you're going to listen to uh, audio books and stuff like that. So, yeah, 
Yeah. And even me, like, uh, I I don't really read much, which is a funny thing. To me neither. No, me neither. Like, I don't fucking read. Like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Words? Yeah. Words are hard. How do you uh, word? You know? How do you word? The cat, the cow jumped over the moon. Um, <laughs> One because, fish, two fish. <laughs> red fish, you dead fish. Red fish, you dead fish. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, like, growing up, I never read because I'm I'm dyslexic to an extent where it just made it hard to read. Now it's not like I can't read like, you know, which way, which side do I go? Which left turn do I take? Oh no, it's off a cliff. And, <laughs> um, no, it's, um, and it always made it difficult. So I kind of stayed away from books. Movies were my thing. Like I, I love movies, like movies, that visual display, like you can understand like so much in just a, a look or just a single frame of, uh, a movie or anything if done right. And that they all say, what well, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? And for movies, it was just like that constant, like, you know, um, being constantly fed, like, the information. And um, with a book, it just seemed like it's such a, such a weird process because when you write a book, you slow down. Like, you know, you take that part by part and you're able to analyze it. So writing a book is way, way different than reading a book. So it became this very much more rewarding process than trying to get through a book. But for you, you it know, did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but I did listen. I've listened to a few audiobooks too. I mean, over the years and they help. But even find time to do that, you know, it, yeah. it's been a, a slog. Or if you're, at, if you're at work trying to listen to an audiobook and people keep interrupting you and then you have to like start over and then you lose your like immersion and all that stuff. So, yeah, thankfully, at my current job, when I'm on emails, I can have like music or a, a podcast going. And so Mario let me have you know the first few chapters and um i was uh listening to them while i was on emails you know so like, i don't have to be on the phone which is nice um if i have to call someone then i would pause it but like you know it was it wasn't a big deal at all it was really nice to listen to it in the background and i so i got an early copy of the book like a g because i'm a fucking g again <laughs> and it's called nepotism that's why i'm on this podcast nepotism um <laughs> yeah everyone shut up uh but no like yeah i the uh, so uh, again for me for me i don't know if it's i have the same issue as mario it's just that i'm not big on books i don't know i just i would rather read a comic i would rather read um a manga you know so that's kind of been my thing i guess i've read like five books in my whole life well six now including this one um, you know, one of them was I Am Jackie Chan by Jackie Chan. But, like, you know, I... I Seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it just have book. a bunch of, like, him punching and just a bunch of images of them, like... I don't want to trouble. All... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a ladder in face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladder, yeah. Because um, he's always doing something with ladder. Like, that's... Always, like... Yeah. <laughs> Ladders and pool cues. Yeah, you know, right. like... I, and, you know, so, like, um, but if I sit down and just fucking read it, I can get through a book, right? It's just sometimes it's hard for me to keep my attention there because there's not a visual aspect because I'm very much that person. I'm not good at the average probably, like, bookworm would probably be able to, you know, they like that feeling of being able to imagine, right? Right. And as they're reading a book, and I like doing that, too. It's just like it's harder for me to do it. So, but with this, when I was reading it and I started going, 
And given the little visuals that we have, like on the cover, we have the main character and uh, his mom. And then we have Mario included a map of the country that we're uh, in. And that that I kept referring to that map when reading the book. Um, So that helped. But like the way Mario has written it and I'm not look. Okay, hold on a sec. Let me stop for a second. Let me just sorry. <laughs> let me just let me just preface this because everyone's gonna be like, "Well, John, that's your fucking cousin." I know, bitch, but just hold on. Like, yeah, but you can still be objective. Like, you yeah, know, like I'm, he, I've never bullshitted Mario. Okay, he's never bullshitted me. You know, like I've, I've shown him my work, even like as a budding graphic artist. I've been like, Mario, what do you think of this? And he's been like, eh, you know, you could, you, what if you did this or you could do this? And you know, like I. I, I if I thought Mario was going to fail me and lie to me like that, I would not show him the stuff, okay? So you know, Mario knew that I was not going to like he knows that I'm not a big reader. He knows that especially I'm not really lately not really as big into high fantasy like 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 some of this is. And actually most of this is pretty high fantasy. There's a bunch of, you know, it takes place in a fantastical world. But like Man, when I got into it, for me, it was the characters, okay? And for me, it was the it was the way you made it easy. And maybe maybe that has to do with how you consume books, too. And maybe that's why you wanted to write something that you wanted to – how you wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted it – like, if I were to read a book, I'd want it like this, right? And maybe that's why right. I made it easy for me. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I felt like I could definitely visualize things easier than when I've read other books before. So. I think you I think you really did get hit it a little bit on the nose there because one of the things is I never have really liked a lot of the fantasy genre. I think when you cuz I always was a big sci-fi guy. Like I yeah, wanted yeah, were, good were, sci-fi yeah. like you know give me Evangelion, Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, uh Fifth Element, all this kind of stuff, you know. And uh so it's not like I'm not arrogant enough to think like oh i can do it better no it's just like i have a story or i have a, some stuff that i wanted to do you know and like i give a lot of respect to anyone who writes anybody who you know puts that story out there puts himself up to um uh not ridicule but you know just judgment in general and critics uh, and scrutiny and yeah yep the like absolutely yeah. and because like i watched lord of the rings and people are gonna hate me for this I watched Lord of the Rings, and I didn't much care for it. Like I, sure. watched, I watched Harry Potter, and I just was kind of bored. But then again, some of these things weren't made for me, especially like Harry Potter. Like you, you grew up reading Harry Potter, and it was just that phenomenon, and everybody watched it, and it was great for them. And I've watched all the movies and everything. Yeah, and it was just like okay, but I can see why people like it. Not for me. Lord of the Rings. So much respect for Lord of the Rings because of what it started in general. Like, you know, that whole genre of like fancy, high fancy basically came from Lord of the Rings. You know, even stuff that we, that, um, Fall Fancy uses like Mithril from, uh, Lord of the Rings in its games. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, and so it's just like, you know what? I like, I, I want that fancy, I want that magic, but I want to, you know, as everyone wants to do their own thing, right? And so I came with a magic system. I came up with a type of people. I came up with all these things. And it all started, honestly, with the idea of what would you do with a race of people who are uh, who are so reliant on their, their majority of female, 
but are solely reliant on having this single male be like a indentured slavery servitude to uh, to their people for more or less breeding purposes and everything. And how would you raise this kid knowing that this is what their inevitable like uh, ending would be? You know, they're using them for this stuff. And yeah, um, so and like, it, it's I, but before I don't want to get too much into spoiler territory until later. Yeah. But like, go ahead, yeah, continue. Yeah, this is that. Yeah, that's basically the premise. Yeah. Right, the main character. Yeah, it's, the song. it says yeah. it on the back. I can read the read the back. <laughs> oh yeah, read um, the book of the back. Yeah, read the back of the book. But it it's mostly like it's it's a lot about family. It's a lot about you know just purpose and what your what duty is to um to a tribe because it's a it's almost like an Amazonian tribe. It's a tribe of women. Like, do you choose family or duty? Do you choose freedom or like you know uh, fidelity to your people and stuff of like that? So it's. I, I wanted just to like have that fantasy setting, but like you said, uh, focusing on money, on the people. Like these people had to be real. These people had to have, you know, the purpose and want. And I, and I know a lot of books do this. All books, you know, good books will do that. You know, because you're not so much drawn. You'll you'll excuse mistakes if you like the characters enough. Like that's why tons of people loved Twilight and why tons of people liked Hunger Games and all this stuff. You know, it may not have been great. But people were sucked in by those characters and just maybe wanting to see what's going to happen to them, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that that will be the case, too. Uh, I don't have any uh, delusions that I'm going to be, like, top tier here. But I think I can make a decent living and get some some people to follow. Uh, well, and, like, here's the thing, okay? Like, when you think of a high fantasy story, maybe you do think of, like, just just in general, right? Um, and there's, listen, okay, just like there's a ton of podcasts out there, there's also a ton of bands out there. Just like there's a ton of bands out there, there's a ton of painters out there. Just like there's a ton of painters out there, there's a ton of writers out there, okay? And God knows, only knows the percentage of those writers who are high fantasy writers, okay? But, like, when you think of the general idea of high fantasy stories, whether it's a video game or a book or whatever, um... And maybe a video game might, might be a bad example because that always has, like, a call to arms and all that stuff in it. But, like, this was not that kind of story. This was just about the characters and their roles in this society, quote-unquote. And there's action in it. Like, there's fucking beasts and the Valkyries and, you know, the big beasts and everything and creatures and all that stuff. There's crystals that that curate the energy and... and magic that flows through the people there's the you know the main the main group of people uh have you know horns and scales and things like that but like this isn't a it's it's about and i may i I, again i was telling mario this off the you know off the recording but i may have taken this i may have related to it and or taken this story differently than someone else might someone else might um because even though mario has no experience like on what it feels like to be someone like me i related to it in a way going through the woes i've gone through with gender dysphoria and like there's just it's something about like there's a critique in society in the book and i'm like damn like literally that like you know what i mean like it's like I don't know. Like it's 
you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the stuff where it's like, okay, we have to pull out your sword and get a party of people and go quest, fight the dragon, slay the dragon, <laughs> fantasy kind of shit. I'm not, I love some of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I'm, I'm for that stuff. I've played D and D. Okay, I got a D twenty, but like, <laughs> this is not that kind of fantasy story. This is the kind of fantasy story, if that I was sucked into because of the characters and their roles in society and what they do. And and the main character, Kamani, I, I just say K. I just call him K. But, like, yeah. he he is the only male here. And so, and he's, you're, when you read the first chapter, I'm going to spoil the first chapter, but, like, you know, it's it's his birth. So, like, and then when you start progressing through, it it, it does these little mini time skips up until he is supposed to fulfill this role as a male. And um it's there's there's some there's some things in here where like where history is clouded a little bit, you know, they don't tell everyone. There's there's um there's um things in here where like, you know, there's queer relationships, you know what I mean? Like most of the women in here are excited to see Kimani, right? Because he's the male, right? But like there's other characters in here that are like and plus or minus, I go for some tits. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know, like you know, and and that's cool too. There's people exploring themselves, not physically or sexuality wise, but just like as in like their role in the tribe or in society. Like it's not just like I mean, mostly it's about Kimani, right? And but it's about K and his role. But like because of what he's going through, other characters experience these like things where they're like, "Am I supposed to be this? What am I supposed to do? Right. Like, is this is it right that I believe this thing?" And it's like, I don't know. It, it, it kind of got me to think. Like, it didn't make me think different than I already thought. It made me think that okay, there's other people thinking like I am thinking, even in a fantastical society like this one. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Um, I mean, definitely, it, like, I, I love that. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I, no, I like I'm that, done, I'm um, done. I was all going two hours. <laughs> you finish? You should, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it's wonderful. And I wanted you to talk for a while, but for the simple fact that listening to your perspective, like a totally, like, outside perspective on, and what, because and for me, it's all about what you take away from it, you know? And sure. you can take out... Like everybody's, I, I hope that everybody connects to somebody. Like you know, Kamani's mother, Salil. Like she, like I the hope goat. if you're, yeah, right. She's the goat, dude. Uh, <laughs> when, like, if you're a mother yourself, you can understand some of her actions and reactions to things and everything. You know, if uh, if you talk about Kiade, like one of his friends or whatever. Oh man, um, I didn't even think of it like that. I'm not even a fucking parent, dude. So like, I'm just I'm, now I'm imagining a parent reading this. Right. Oh, you know, so fuck, I, dude. I hope, <laughs> I, and I hope people get that and come to me. It's like, hey, I really love it. Like, you know, it made me be, again, I don't, don't want to be pretentious, but like, maybe be a better person. Maybe be like a better mother. Maybe think about it this that way or whatever. And, you know, one of the funniest things, so I had a beta reader read this. Nice. And she she said, uh, uh, it's not normally my genre, but just because I, I know you are, I'm associated because of another person I know. Yeah, I'll read yeah, it. Man. And she's very voracious for reading books. And um, so she read it, and she's a speed reader. So she did it, like, on a weekend. I'm like, Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. um, But 
she read it and she's like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't say that at first. I was like, I was very worried about, um, how'd she say it? She said, uh, of a guy writing females or, uh, somebody writing. Sorry, I guess wrong. She said the male gaze writing female or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, how yeah. Which a is, male wouldn't tip interpret uh, yeah. um, female. And she's like, and you have done it better than I have seen. Like people have been writing this field for a long time because it wasn't like gratuitous, nothing in like, I, I give myself a PG 13, like nothing's gratuitous, but I still want to have that intimacy at times, but I still wanted to have like that interactions where it's just like, you don't know what to do, but you're expected to do something, but you are flying blind, like all this stuff. And, and I really appreciate those comments because I want, um, I want people to be surprised at, at some point for whatever reason, you know, I want people to take something away from this and remember it. And like, and, and I think to your point that you made earlier, uh, we're all, there's so many people doing all the same things, right. You know, all the writers and the, and the painters and whatever, but we're building like the internet has given us the opportunity to build these small communities, these small little microcosms of people who, who want to share the same things. And you can, you can find, you know, an audience easier and broadly, more broadly, because you can reach a lot more people. So mm -hmm. the, the trick is, <laughs> of course, is to, is to get uh, those people to find you or just to get the word out. So, you know, I've been doing cons too, and just talking to people and, um, and just trying to get them on board with what's going and and i try not i try not to be pushy it's like yeah you should really buy this book i think it's gonna it's gonna change your life you know or whatever but people seem interested and i'm hoping that these people who write or read the book will go and write a review because i need other people to tell people that they enjoy this and then it's not even heck if you uh didn't enjoy this tell me <laughs> like because i will always take honest critique like i will take uh any kind of knowledge that might help me be better because in the in the end isn't that the whole game of it we just all trying to be better mm -hmm. and uh so i i really I, I really like again your perspective that you know i i and i know there's a again a little bit because we're family and everything that you you read it and you wanted to know uh or to help me out or just kind of know a little bit more about me. Cause I think that's it too, because in art and any form, you know, you put a little bit of yourself into it. So there is a little bit of me, you know, it's not like me trying to live vicariously through Kamani because to be honest, when you read the book, no one, you, you're not going to want to live that life. Uh, Cause everybody, I know what everybody's thinking. It's just like, Oh, one dude and a bunch of girls. Heck yeah. Send me up, you know? And yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's a, yeah, yeah, no, I, I literally, because I, at first I, I had that thought a little bit. And I was like, but no, there's something weird going on here. Like, that that should be your, there's a, literally a red flag right away. It's literally like, why are they making such a big, weird, cultish-like deal out of this? Like, it's super goofy. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I can't read it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, well, you know, and, and th that's a good point to what your beta reader said. Because, like, you Mario, you got fucking... You got fucking dudes out here describing people like me, like her chest still manly. It's like, dude, I don't want to know my chest is manly. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> you know, or, they're, or when they're talking about like a, you know, a woman with 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 boobs and a vagina, and they're like, her her breast breastfully breasted <laughs> upon her her pussy lips 
Jesus. Whatever bullshit. Prestification. Yeah, prestification. Like, what are you writing, bro? What are you doing? I mean, but there's a whole sect of, like, people who are after that romance, like, novel and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, book porn, basically. And, I mean, more power to them. Like, I... Erotic. (laughs) Erotica. Yeah. And then more power to them, because... You find something to that you enjoy, and you always know, do it as long as you know not hurting anybody. Go for it. Yeah. And you know, I always wondered about that too. It's, it's like I, I don't want to say I didn't do it because I think it's easy. I just didn't think it fit, or at least not yet. I mean, maybe sometime during, even then, I don't think I'd get too graphic because I think you can do a lot without being too over the top. And yeah, show don't tell. Yeah, right. Yeah, and to like no one like. There, there's a, again, if you read it, there's a, like, the, I think it's the 12th or 13th chapter where something happens and it's just like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, she he put his mouth around her areola or something like that. You know, it just, it, it didn't need that. It just, it doesn't because, again, the, the whole purpose of this and the expectations of people in the book is so skewed because of that necessity that they need of their people and Kamani and all this, all these things. And that's, that's the big thing I was trying to tell. Like if anything, my book rightfully so, like you said, again, is about uh, purpose expectations and the roles we play. And that's, that's really, I mean, there's going to be so much like fun stuff that I get to do later. And I, I'm, I'm really excited for uh, getting to like the later books. Cause like, I'm going to keep ramping up like the, the danger and the um, the overarching themes and the big bad and everything. And when I get there, it's going to be quite the moment. I'm telling you, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself because at least if anything, I, I can say that I did this and, you know, maybe gain a little immortality if these books continue on and like are passed down or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I might say like this is this is an heirloom. Keep this book because uh, the story is really good and you should read it. You know, or hey, read this book because you know if you ever feel lost, everybody's kind of a little bit lost. You know, one of uh, our nieces or nephews are going to have kids and they're going to have kids and they're going to have kids and I'm going to be watching yeah. this stupid. I'm going to be watching it's this like... stupid ass. They're going to come to my house <laughs> and they're going to be like, Auntie Sam, Auntie Sam, what's this book? And they're going to pull out your book and I'm going to be like, Sit down, you little shit. I'm going to tell you a great story. <laughs> I'm going to have story time now. <laughs> and I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and smoking a cigar for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Should I, I'm gonna be like Cruella Deville. I have one of those cigarette like holder. Oh things. sure, those long ones. Yeah. Just like sit down, you little shit. I'm gonna tell you this is a great story. Except it's, it's the greatest not story be... ever told. <laughs> it's the greatest story never told. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Uncle in the future Mario gonna... wrote it? <laughs> you think in the future they're gonna have those like long like uh Carl Deville like cigarettes, but it's just gonna be a vape pen, like a really long vape pen? <laughs> and like, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. A cherry. <laughs> I'm hoping that we get in this in the future we get those cigarettes that are like from the fifth element where it's oh, all with the like mostly just... filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so That's funny. Good, man. But no, Speaking like... Of, like Go ahead, sorry. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go I was going to say, speaking of Fifth Element, I was just thinking about there's that one perfect scene, and I always think about, like, I always, I hate watching movies <laughs> nowadays because I'll see something, I was like, oh, man, I'll never be that good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're, like, perfect or whatever, but Fifth Element's got a scene where at the beginning of the film, he's smoking those cigarettes, Bruce Willis's character, but he shakes uh, his, 
his uh, match pack, pack and everything. And he's only got a few left. He opens it up and you see just like one or two. And then throughout the movie, he's using them. And that's the last thing he needs to activate Lilu. And it's like that setup and payoff is like the best thing ever. Like, I love that movie. Like, and I hope that like someday I can do something relatively just as clever and smart and just fun, you know. We'll see. Time will tell. Well, that's the great thing about this, right? Because this is like one of uh, five or six books. And so if the next one, and I know I was saying all that stuff earlier about, excuse me. I know I was saying all that stuff earlier about like, oh, you know, it's not your typical high fantasy and has this, has this. But like once we get like three, four books in and, you know, maybe that fourth book turns out to be something like that. I won't even care because at that point I'm already invested in the characters and I'm like, okay, shit. Now, now we about to do some shit. Cause like <laughs> there is a whole lore behind this. It's in, it's in the beginning of the, it's explained in the, in the beginning of the book, obviously. Um, the, the, the main people that we're, we're, we're looking at here are a hybrid people of these beast people called Valkyries. And then they got together with humans and whoops. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it, that's, that's what we're looking at here. And so there's oh man that was another part that I kind of took away from it too there's this uh there's this thing in it where and I don't I don't know if you would call it and I don't know if you meant again that's why I was prefacing by saying I don't I don't know if you meant to do that or if you did because uh, again I may have taken things from it that might would not it have make been there. you think higher of me then yes I did it Yes, it would, honestly. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, I totally <laughs> no, did it. Whatever you're about to say, I did it. It was my plan all along. Honestly, I think you did do it on purpose. But like there's 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 commentary in that about being um mixed race. There's commentary in here. A little bit. Not it's not over the, the top. It's not like the main thing. But there's there's animosity towards other races. And I wouldn't necessarily call it racism, you know, like where it's like, oh, you got horns and a skill, but you got blue eyes. Fuck you. You know, it's not any of that. <laughs> it's just like it's 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 purely in the raw in its rawest form. It's you're different because you're this and we don't we don't mix. And that's and that, therefore I have animosity towards you. It's like the people in fucking Ireland. OK, you're from one town over. So I hate your guts. And they start fighting each other. You know, like, but like, well, obviously that guy was an imposter because that was Scottish. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Crikey, yeah, where's I, this guy coming from? That's what are you doing in Ireland? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, and Shannon. I get... <laughs> what the Blarney Stone? Here today. <laughs> is, that, is that offensive? I don't know. I'm such a... Like, we've been talking about this, me and my wife, recently. We are parrots, and it's really bad because... We will imitate like sounds or like accents or anything just for the fact because we want to know that we can do them. Like we, oh we yeah, no, it. it's an amazing and, ability. Yeah, right. So, but then it's just like you'll do something that may or may not be quote unquote offensive, you know. And you don't, we don't mean anything by it. We just want to know we can do it. And and even you'll, if you listen to the audiobook, you'll hear this too. So my my mother, she's Hispanic and she still has a very thick accent because she came oh, yeah. over here after she was like sixteen, I believe, when she came over, and um. So I, and I, I very much, you know, my mother's been a big, uh, thing in my life and she's, she's been a very, uh, stalwart person and, you know, she's worked very hard her entire life and I've always seen that. I mean, 
I don't think there was a weekend where she didn't work like overtime at the factory she worked at. And I've always admired that, like, you know, nothing. And she would always tell me, uh, uh, growing up too, uh, that there's nothing that we mean you can't do. And it's something that has stuck with me and it's in the book too. Like there's a time where uh, Salil says it to Kamani and I, I put it there specifically for my mom. Um, but, uh, oh shoot. I lost my, my train of thought. Um, Oh, accent. Oh, accent. Thank you. See, yeah. that's, that's why I have you here. Um, <laughs> but I, I do an accent for my mother. And I do the voice of mother because I wanted actually. So in the audio book, uh, it's me and my wife, Kate, who uh, is doing the audio. And she'll do a, a lot of the female voices. And I'll do a lot of the or Kamani and then some of the more masculine type uh females like there's a, a shava and then salil only because and i only did salil because kate was like i don't think i can do a s- hispanic accent i'm like don't not worry i've puss and boots i can do this <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh boots. so i just did a little bit like it's like kimani it's okay it don't worry it's be fine you know and it's just it's a very slight thing and i i wanted to give that and then but then i started thinking it's like oh man then that means like every like tribe is going to have like a different accent and everything and like why doesn't Kamani have an accent like oh well I've already done it so we're Saleo Saleo now has a it could be like a, a you know evolving language new gen thing you yeah. know maybe just the younger people in, in the tribe but like sure. but that's a good point though because that's your experience mm-hmm. right so like um, going to parties at your mom's house for holidays and shit it wasn't just Hispanic people there there was my Asian dad there, number one. Number two, there was fucking Cubans and shit there. You know what I mean? Like, there was there was Guatemalans there. There was a ton of different... And not all those accents are the same, okay? They're, some of them are super different. You know, like, right. your mom and my mom have Hispanic accents, yes. But, like, you know, when, some, when, when we would be over at your mom's house or my whatever, there was, like, a fucking Guatemalan guy there or a Puerto Rican guy, their accents were pretty different you know what i mean so like it and i think i i I think that's like for you and me that's those are just our experiences so it's like i i often imitate my dad and my mom on my podcast because if i'm telling because if i'm telling the story and i'm like yeah my dad was like you know like oh son you don't put attention you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) like those always missing those few words in the sentence but like (laughs) you still get what they're saying yeah (laughs) you know what the weirdest thing with my sorry uh, the weirdest thing that with uh my mom was and my dad especially, is that my friends would, like, do their voices and everything. And I'm like, come on, guys. They don't sound like that and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would go home, and then my mom would say something, and my dad would say something. He's like, oh, shit, they do sound like that. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> my friends do that shit all the time, and I'm always like, dude, shut up. And then I get home. And, <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay, now I got I to gotta adapt this into my repertoire of accents somehow because they do sound like that yeah right but like even on even oftentimes our big thing on our podcast now is doing a new yorker so we're always like <laughs> we're always whenever we answer the listener question of the week we're always, and like danny or nick will say their answer i'll be like good answer good answer good answer <laughs> yeah we got some stroboli over there yeah <laughs> this show came out called reincarnated as a sword i know it's an isekai another isekai yeah and i was like the way I said it was like reincarnated as a sword, and for some reason Nick <laughs> thought that was the funniest fucking shit. But no, and I, we're, our big thing on our podcast is um, I'll do Asian accents, right? Because that was my experience. Like I grew up watching anime with a lot of Asian people, and you, right? So, um, and then also 
we'll do we'll do British accents a lot for some reason. I don't fucking know why. But we always just because like we want to see if we can. You know what I mean? Like we want to see if we're right. good at it. It's just because fun. it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's culture shock to us forever. You know what I mean? So like it's it's interesting hearing. Uh, well, maybe you should voices. culture yourself a little more. Maybe you should Go culture on. yourself a little more, gun. But yeah, uh, crikey, you know. But like I no, I get that though, and that makes sense. I mean, that's your experience to put it in your book and especially your audio book. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I mean, when you go to another tribe, it could be like a, you know, it could be someone of like a, another South American or, you know, accent like that or. Basically, I think I just yeah. made all the people sell because now I'm thinking about it and I'm writing the second book and uh, Salil is from a more Southern tribe. So I was like, oh, God, I just made them all Mexicans. Like, <laughs> 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 Um, and then there's, uh, cause then there's, uh, um, Eja, who is a chief disc currently, she's yep. from like a more, um, I think Eastern tribe. I think that's where we're going to have it either way. She's got a British accent for whatever reason. And it's, it's like star Wars where like there's Brits in space for whatever reason. And, um, but no, none of her daughters talk British, I guess. I, I don't know. But I that's, just, that, I, that's mentioned in the story too, though. Right. Cause like didn't humans kind of all kind of congregate into one part of the country after the Valkyries started like yeah going like fuck you and shit well there's there's again i think once i develop into the story and i and the good thing is i know where all this is going so it's not like i'm going to i'm not going to be george uh r george what the hell is his name george r r martin george um, r r martin yeah uh there'll be an ending and i already know what it's going to be and i know I already know where it's going to go but um it's uh, they'll talk about that a lot about how you know they came together, how the Valkus and and uh, the the children of man. I call them children of man because because human was not cool enough, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, children of man together. sounds cooler. It sounds more like rustic lore sounding. Sure. Yeah. 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 And they came together as as part of a, a bonding to to actually. Uh, to mend and to kind of come to an understanding. And that's why, so the Minyari, as much as they are like, uh, kind of outcast now, they were at one time seen as this beautiful union and like creation of the two. So it, that, that would be a fun story to tell as well. It's interesting that you bring this up. Actually, that's, that's another thing I want to compliment to is it definitely doesn't seem like you tattoo your this, you know what I mean? Like it, that I didn't. What? Tetsuya Nomura. You know he's a, the lead creator of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Okay, I did not know that. I'm it sorry. turns out Roxas is Sora, and Sora is your mother. No, like, like you know, <laughs> no, and you're like, half Sora, but also Roxas is like your half brother who came back in time with the, uh, with uh what's the girl? The purple girl, Aqua. The purple I girl. <laughs> I think she's blue, obviously, because yeah. her name is Aqua. <laughs> He fu- <laughs> he died, but we'll bring him back. No, like with the Dragon Balls. No, like it, it literally. <laughs> when you talk about because there's obviously I think Mar- what you're trying to do is sprinkle in the history and then peel back the layers. Obviously, when we get to like the last book, it's going to be all out there, right? Yeah. And that reminds me of like Attack on Titan because Attack on Titan is very much like some of it. Some of it, it kind of seems like Isayama sprinkled in some new things in there like he was doing along the way but other other parts of it when he's revealing like where the titans came from and stuff it kind of did really seem like he had planned most of that 
And I don't, sure. I haven't watched or read all the interviews. Maybe he did. So someone will probably comment on this and be like, yeah, no, he did do this or whatever. But I can tell that when reading at least just this book that like you're sprinkling in lore that you've already mapped out and how we got to where we are now. And that's like another aspect where I'm like, oh God, I got to read the next one hmm. because, oh, okay. I was about to say something, but it'll spoil it. But like, okay, like, never mind. This is I was spoiler about to say Area, don't do it. Everyone dies. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, <laughs> Eventually, I mean that's kind of how life works. Yeah, I mean don't just, don't just teach you that it's shit in school. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, like it, it. I think that was another cool part about it too. It's like I'm now the world building is is there, and now I'm invested in, not in just the characters, but in the world, like outside of it. Like you could write, you could literally write another book. That's like. In the same, you know what I mean? Like, you could make a universe out of it. I mean, you know, using the kind elements. Of the hope. Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. This is a little like, this is exclusive right here. First time talking about it. Um, so, one of the things I, I really want to do is expand this universe in the future, but not just with like me writing it. And I know people have done this for like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons and uh, 40K and Warhammer 40K and a lot of those big like universe like that have this immen- uh, immense just uh, universe as I said for the third time, um, <laughs> but I want people to be able to do that because a lot of things I think fan fiction is a legit thing and I do believe there are writers that are better than me out there like and that's not to say my stuff my ideas are good I'm more of an idea guy you know. Um, but I really would love to get people to write other stories in this universe and we could all just kind of collaborate and make it even better and build it out because there's a lot of stories I know that would like, I think supplement and be their own thing altogether. Like you, I want to like, you could read each one by itself and, and it'll be fine and you can all come together and then like, it would all make more sense. Like there's, there's even like at the beginning of each chapter, I do a little quote quote, and every person in each one of those quotes, whether there be people from the actual book or other things, like I could write stories about these people. Like I really could. Like there's one um, quote from a book that is somewhere in um, the Children of Man, like cities and everything. And it's called The the Righteous Warrior. And it's kind of like my play on uh, the art of war or... Um, uh, Sun Tzu's no, Sun Tzu's Art of War, and what's the other one? Um, the Hagakure, I think it was called the uh, the Bushido book. But yeah. either way, like like I'd love for someone to write that, like someone who's got like this tactical mind, make their own kind of like Art of War book and everything, but just set it in like this world, and you could just read it and get like I I don't know, like you could get tactical information about stuff, you know, if you. I don't know. It, it, stuff like that would be really cool to me. And I think, again, if I don't know how much I want to like, I, there's other stories I do want to tell, like in other genres and stuff like that. But if I could keep Never Told going and other, have other people kind of do their own thing with it, that would be the coolest thing to me. Like, I, I, I feel like I'd reach the top if I, I could get people enthused enough that they would want to write in that. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. Tell your friends. Dope. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. Hey, hey, Beard. 
Or, hey, hey, goat, I like your beard. We should like do a movie beard. together. That's my Marky Mark. Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> Say hello yeah, to my mother. That'd be fucking cool, man. Oh, by the way, dude, this is through your own publishing company, too, which we didn't say till now. But, like, yeah. Lovely Woods Publishing, um, which is where you can go to lovelywoods.co slash books and uh, get on that joint. And that's where you can buy the book. And the Amazon link is there. I'll put the I'll put the link to the website and the link of the Amazon link in the description. But yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I, again, just a reminder to you listeners out there, my lovely homies. I I, I easily could have sat here and criticized this, and not been into it as much as like I you know what I mean like let's okay. So let's say for a fact that I was into high fantasy and all that stuff, right? Um, I would, you know, I would still give Mario the same critiques, right? Um, the fact that I'm not that, this doesn't change, right? I'm still not that into it. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, that didn't change my mind. I, I'm still not into that stuff. I probably am not still going to you know, read more books all of a sudden because of it, whatever the fuck, right? But I would not bullshit, I, I would not bullshit Remy at all. I... I don't do that, okay? Because uh, I think uh, I think Mario trusts me with my word, and obviously, like, Absolutely. if I were to bullcrap him, I would be failing him. So, like, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, I honestly, I mean, there were there were even things where I did say to him, like, oh, maybe you know, um, this or this or that or the other thing. Not that it really mattered, you know. I, to me, it didn't matter. Honestly, it, it was. Because I, I know maybe that's going to come later, you know, in the later books. The, this was just my kind of story, you know. It, it just was. It it really just was. It it's for me, for me, it's the characters, it's the world, and it's the it's the commentary on things that I've experienced in my life, um, and I kind of got into it because of that. You know what I mean? So again. I you know maybe maybe the next book we do maybe I'll be like hey man this book was not the move let's get the third one out I, <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean who knows you know I don't fucking know but like I'm telling you now I mean I'm into it already I'm invested so like it's I I easily could just sit here and you know tout Mario in front of everyone go look at it and say buy buy, buy this it. right yeah. now buy it. If Consume. you love me, you'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking Lovely Woods Publishing sticker on my jumpsuit, whatever the bullshit fucking is. I actually whatever. have stickers coming up. Oh, okay, sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like, get you one. Don't worry. But, like, you um, know, I have the Lovely Woods Publishing logo on my, my, my Indy 500 car or whatever the fuck. No, like, that's this is not that. I'm, I promise you. I promise you. I swear on Smokey. This is not that. It's absolutely not that. I, if I, you know... If anything, it's, it doesn't change the fact that I would have Mario on here to, to talk about it because, obviously, I want Mario to win. This is his book, and I've been waiting for him. Listen, I've been waiting for Mario to put a book in my hands since I was a kid. So, number one, let me have this. Number two, like, I, I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to bullshit him. I really think that my listeners, that you guys, especially, who consume anime stories similar to this every day but this is unique in its characters in its world and i think i think a lot of you would enjoy it honestly i i can't wait to read the next one like i 
I have to wait. I really appreciate you know, like, that. I, have to, I got this book early, so I have to wait longer than y'all. Okay, so <laughs> shut up. Fuck you. All right. Okay, sorry. I'm done. Go ahead. No. Well, no. No, please, please go on. <laughs> um, go on. <laughs> tell me again how amazing I am. Uh, there's a few things too that are in the pipe as well. Like there is a hardcover coming out pretty soon, and I'm just finishing that up too. And I there's a actually one of the feedback I got from somebody who read it is like I wasn't exactly sure how to say the name so i was like oh okay i I get that you know they're not common it's not michael and jim and steven um but uh so i i made like a glossary appendices i'm putting in the hardcover that's going to be exclusive to the hardcover and i think i'm going to keep doing that just to give like the hardcovers just something a little bit nicer and maybe a little more enticing to get a hardcover um but i also putting images into the hardcover that's not in um the, the print the paperback so another nice little thing to have with that because then you can kind of Im- uh, imagine some of the elements of the story and there's one really cool image that i'll have to share with you so you can take a look at it of kamani um uh, just kind of like silhouetted and has like a halo around him and it's kind of cool um halo of light not like a angel halo <laughs> uh but the cool thing too though going back to like what you said or what we're talking about community and everything is you've already helped me, not just by, by doing this podcast, which is amazing. And I love it. And, and I'm always happy when we can just, you know, chat for a while because you and me have been through so much that this is, this is like second nature. I'm it's, it, I know we're doing a podcast, but it's like, we're just talking on the phone because we do this anyway. Oh yeah. It's we like, do this all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you've helped me with that, that picture that you should share with everybody. Oh, yeah. Now I can share that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked that, you to do like a lo-fi Kamani thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I asked you to do a lo-fi Kamani picture so I can use it uh, during Twitch streaming. And uh, it's the most amazing thing. Like it it was perfect. You did. You hit it out of the park the first time. And I just like seeing that come to life. Like even the cover when I first got the cover, that was really cool. And I was like, holy shit, this is this is it. This is them and everything. But as that like as the story permeates to other people and they like, they'll start putting their own twists and, you know, uh, flavor on their interpretation of Kamani or any of the Minyari or what have you. It, uh, it just makes everything more real. And I, and I love it. And I can't thank you enough for that, you know? Um, uh, but like for Twitch too, like I'm going every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central, I'm doing like a little writer stream where you can actually listen to parts of the audiobook. So if you, because I want people to ingest the story, and I don't think you should always have to pay for everything. So if you want to listen to it for free, you can kind of, but you kind of got to be there every week to listen. But I, I sit there and I play it and I write and I kind of this is this is me in my attempt to try to actually be consistent with writing. So I'm setting times, and then you can come to me and you can. Uh, ask questions or make comments about the story or whatever. Um, but it's, I, I just love, and I want to know people are reading and, you know, I know I've sold like last one, last kind of sold like 25 books. I have no idea if they read it. I have no idea if they liked it or they, you know, if it, that they're doing anything with it. And, and again, no one owes me anything. You know, you don't have to give me a review. You don't have to do any of that stuff. But know that in a way that you can't even fathom it, it, it uh, affects me and touches me in a good way. <laughs> and uh, so if anything I could ask is just any honest criticism, feedback through social media, whatever. 
it's it's always a good thing. I think but that in, show suck. Yep. Well, <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> All right. <we're> done. <laughs> And then and I'm never writing again. The one person says they hate me on the internet that uh, I can't ever <laughs> yeah. write. Because it's going to happen. I know I'm going to get reviews like, this was amateurish at best. These characters were not well developed. Right. I think you should kill yourself and everything. And it's just <laughs> like, somebody's going to say something dumb like that, you know? Yeah. And you just got to, you can't, I, I can't let that one person who, like, even if they're right, you know, everybody's entitled to that, that opinion and everything. But uh, who's, who told, one of my other friends who was also an author, she told me, don't look at the reviews. They're not for you. They're for everybody else to know if they want to buy the book or not. And right. like, keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't change what what you're trying to do or tell or whatever. And it shouldn't like demoralize you because if you're in it just for the clout, then you're not really doing it for the right reason, right? Um, again, I would love nothing more than to just do this as a living. But we got to work to that. So here we are <laughs> trying to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. I'll um, definitely, um, one last thing I know probably wrapping up here, but one last thing I'll, I will say, uh, I'm going to give some, a discount code for all you wonderful anime, anime summit listeners. So, you oh, can get some, hell yeah. 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 So you can get some money off. If you do buy the book from the actual publisher's website, um, you can get a signed copy, you know, you buy it from Amazon. Uh, one, I don't make as much, but two, you can't get a signed copy. So, but I'd love to sign it for anybody who wants to buy it through our website. And um, we're trying to get some more merch on that on the store too. So take a look for that for that stuff. Stickers yeah, there's and all that good there's jazz. a poster and there's some patches. So if you're yeah. one of those people like me who has a battle vest, you know, get a fucking patch on that bitch. Um, or got you some know, stickers you, coming too. A handbag or whatever. And then yeah, there's there's the book literally right there. It's like the first thing in the store section of the website, which again I'll include in the description um that's the first time i'm hearing about that he did not tell me that beforehand but i will make sure yep. that code is in the description as well and uh signed copy legit my cop my copy signed um it uh the signature's kind of coming off a little bit because i fucking was holding it so tightly when some shit was happening but uh <laughs> like <laughs> i was like oh uh but you know like no absolutely and I, it was it was it was really fun drawing that because it's in my manga style so like you know you can tell that you know I did it and it was really fun. I'll share that you with that that image with you guys. Actually, for the YouTube video, for the YouTube version of this episode, maybe I'll put that with the crystal. Oh yeah, the, I'll get that to you. So yeah. then you can you can see the crystal moving and lo-fi. And then uh, when Mario puts out that 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 tunage, you know, to study beats to study to, I'll I'll put that on there for you. I'll show you guys because I mean. I of course I'm proud of my own artwork. It's cool. It was cool seeing Mario um, make that animation, and because he's he's went to school for it. But like, not only that, but it was cool to see like my thing look awesome on there like that. And um, it's like uh, it's one of those like uh, I'm proud of proud of you moments. I just I love this. I was waiting to get a book written by you in my hands for so long because like of course I'm like one of your biggest fans, right? Because I'm your fucking your your cousin, I'm your little I'm your little brother, right? So it's like I'm like excited. But like it yeah. legit reading it, it was like, okay, no, I'm into this. Like this is fucking cool. And I'm excited. So Cause I hope it does like and I think this is one reason I did want to come on the podcast again for this specific reason, because growing up, you know, what was our biggest influence? Video games and anime. You know, and I really wanted to maintain that feeling because another thing too is like, I could imagine this being a comic, like in a heartbeat. 
I and I Oh me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be another undertaking. We'll, we'll see. Because um, that would be a lot of money to find, you know, an artist to do page after page after page. And Dude, fun fact, me and Mario were working on a comic a long time ago. I think yeah, that. that was fun. I still I have about, that. I think about that story often. Yeah, I can, like, yeah. go on my old DeviantArt and find, like, the... But I look at my art now, and I want to, like, redraw one of those panels. I'm like, oh, I'm going to redo this in the style because I'm, I'm way better now than I was 20 years ago, obviously. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I was drawing those pages when I was, like, 15, 16, so... Um, but yeah, I could easily, I could easily see it being a comic in some way. I could see many different artists interpreting what the Minyari look like, uh, given, you know, the few details of the scales and the horns and the clothes and all that. But like, oh God, super cool. Or even being an anime for that, for that fact. But that, you know, if I get popular enough, that could, that could happen someday. Who knows? They did super crooks, man. So, you know. Super (laughs) crooks. Yeah, by um, Mark Millar, same guy who did Kick Ass. Oh no way! Yeah, huh. yeah, they did. They did. They made a Super Crooks anime. So, you know, see, I mean, uh, he's got a, a little bit more clout than me, but you know, yeah, yeah, he's had a couple movies and shit, but yeah, you know, yeah, dude, I and oh yeah, the Kingsman, King, the church scene from Kingsman. That's what oh, we're aiming towards. Wonderful. Yeah, it was a good scene. But yeah, dude, thank you for coming on and. and Talking no, about thank this, you. I'm you don't need to thank me. I thank you because you're giving me that platform. I mean, thank you for these discount codes, man. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell everyone, like, that's not for you. It's for your. It's for your viewers. You I can't wanted to copy. It. <laughs> <laughs> My signature's wearing off. <laughs> I just got every time I come over, it's like, what'd you do? <laughs> like, and I'll keep bringing my marker and I'll redo it. I'm gonna do it in like permanent black marker this time because they're permanent sharpies. But they're the colored ones, like you know. I oh, guess they sure, don't yeah, work. yeah. It's okay because mine's got a little note in the middle, so so I'm or in the in the in the flyleaf. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just read that over and over again. But yeah, dude, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I, thank you for the Anytime. codes. I'm gonna. We're gonna tell everyone. We're gonna make. We're gonna make a big Hollywood. And we're gonna make a lot of money. Okay, it's gonna be great. You and me going to the top. It's gonna be like, Baba Ganoush. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Gabagool? There you go. Gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be so rich that we'll just order Gabagool all the time. And then we'll see him like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought it was some kind of uh, pasta dish. No, it's just meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one leaf of all spinach. This? All this for a slice of Gabagool? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, take leave, take the gun, leave the cannoli. Yeah, take the gun, leave the cannoli. Um, dude, yeah. I love you. Thank you so much. I love I'm you fucking too. proud. I'm so happy to have this book. And I can't wait to listen to the rest of the audiobook because um, I haven't finished all of it yet, obviously, because I only have the first couple chapters. But um, yeah, dude. And also, Katie's voice is just really cute. I, just, I love Katie. Yeah, she's the real star, let's be honest. When you let's listen be to serious, it, dude. Yeah. Fuck you and your book. <laughs> she's the one bringing it to the When top, does her right? book come out? Because she's actually writing a book, too. So we'll have to. We'll have to do this all over again. Oh, I'm there, dude. I'm there. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So um, shout out if you guys want to follow. I'm actually going to put the Twitch stream, too, in the description so you guys can follow. Okay. And then, um, of course, um, there's other links where you can follow um, Marmar stuff in the Twitch profile. So go there. Be square. Okay. Uh, that being said, I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening to 
uh, Anime Summit every week. And thanks for listening to this creator series. I've gotten a few feedback comments on this creator series, and they people seem to enjoy it. And I, I enjoy it, too, because I think um, navigating through our society as a creative type person is tough. You know, no matter where in the country you're from, you know, like animators in Japan and artists in Japan get paid shit, you know, and, um, and, uh, you know, writers are on strike again, like for fuck's sake, you know, so we stand with the fucking writers. Okay. And obviously like getting your own book published and, you know, it's, it's fucking tough, man. It's fucking hard. And so it's like, we, I, that's why I like doing this creator series because I can, I think talking to other creative type people and relating it into my, relating to it in my own way will help, like, not only me get through it, but other creative type people to get through it, so. Yeah, no yeah, one's an island unto themselves. Like, we're all in it together. Like, we're all, we all want to do, see each other succeed, so let's just help each other out. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Well said, Mario. I love you, so thank you for coming on. I love yeah. all y'all, too. Thanks for supporting, and I love you just the way you are. I've been Mario. No, you're Mario. I've been some. Yeah, no, okay, no, I'm Mario, right. that's Sam, um, and I'm we've Sam. been the anime of <laughs> That's the sound you make, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect way to end it. Peace, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah.